Hello, I'm Josh Witt. Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Episode 4, Long Beach State. Follow me on Instagram at Burning Springs. Email me, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Got another email. Going to read it later. That's two emails in a week. The show's really growing. So thank you for everybody that are listening. West Virginia wins the game tonight by 29 points. They were up by 17 out of the half. Kind of a close first half. And then West Virginia pulled away and then kind of kept it in that 15 to 20 point range lead for most of the rest of the game. And then close to the end of the second half, Long Beach State ran out of gas. Final score ends up being West Virginia winning by 29. Last game was the Daxter Miles game. This was the Sags Kanate game. The lovable knucklehead scored 20 points, 8 of 10 shooting. The jump hook was working. He got a couple of those to drop. He made a couple of those 18-footers that he made the last game. But it was the Sags game because of his defense. He was getting plenty of block shots. And the best part of the game was a sequence in the second half where Long Beach State had the ball out front. Somebody made a good back cut. He got the ball close to the rim, probably five feet out. Kanate wasn't even guarding him. I think Wes was guarding him. But because that guy knew that Kanate was close, he did not go to the rim. He passed the ball. The guy who got the pass, he didn't want to eat it, so he passed it. That guy said, no thanks. Pass again, pass again, pass again. Turnover. West Virginia goes the other way. So there wasn't a block in that sequence, but it was great because his presence, Kanate's presence, and already establishing that I'm going to knock that out of here, it was in their heads, and it was fantastic. And I think he can do that not only in lesser competition against Long Beach State, but he can do that in the Big 12, and he did that a few games last year. So I'm excited to see that out of him early on in the season, especially after that game where he was benched and Huggins did his you know, hey, fly with the team or whatever he does. Uh, He's got to be happy about that. That being said, because of the talent of Kanate, here comes a hot take. We are not going to see a senior forward Sagaba Kanate. He's He's not making it four years. I think he's going to be a junior. I think he'll be at the university next year. But that's it. He's not going to be a four-year player. Which is sad, but also if he's talented, go make that money. So, great game by Kanate. Another good thing from this game, rebounding by the new guys. Wesley Harris, not a great shooting night, kind of forcing some threes. But he had nine rebounds aggressive neck tattoo Teddy Allen had seven rebounds Uh, a couple of sophomores had eight and nine respectively there is not a guy on this roster where you look and say he's the guy that's getting a rebound when it matters it's going to be a team effort 
We really miss Elijah Macon because he would have been that guy. Now he's playing professional basketball in Hungary. Um, so I thought it was a good night for rebounding for West Virginia, and offensive and defensive. And it's going to be throughout the season something where we're going to have to watch and see as a team, can they get these rebounds? Because they're a little undersized this year. They have length, but overall, there's not that one guy that we see like a Macon, like a Devin Williams before him. So we have to watch that. And then sixth man Chase Harler. Four of six from three. Great game for him. First good game of the year for him. He needs to build that confidence. More after this. Some random thoughts from tonight's game. Long Beach State. Lamont West. Great offensive game. Scored 22 points. He did not do the fake the three and drive like he did in the last game against Morgan State. This game, he just kind of shot threes. He made 5 of 10 from three-point line. He shot the ball 11 times. So 10 of his 11 shots were three-pointers. So that's great. The part that stood out that I saw one time was West Virginia had the ball. They just got it over half court. He was on the left wing, and he was doing something that we all have seen if we've played basketball. And maybe I'm talking to you as a person who does this, and this is in a loving tone and a helpful perspective. But Lamont West was doing the jumping up and down, hand clap, yelling that he was open. And again, in the most loving way possible, don't do that. Okay? Do one of those things. Or matter, matter of fact, do, do the yelling, do the clapping, wave the hands. Don't jump up and down. Don't do that. Now, I haven't played pickup in a, in a good long while. But there'd be two ways I would handle that if I was playing a pickup game and somebody on my team was doing that. One way to handle that would be to, if I had the ball, dribble away from that person and pass it to another teammate and not pass it to the jump up and down guy. Or, and this is probably, I would do that the first couple of times, if he was still jumping up and down and yelling, then I would proceed to chest pass through him. That would be my objective, is to treat him like a bowling pin and the basketball becomes a bowling ball and try to knock him over with the pass. And if he catches it, then kudos to him. He gets to take the shot. And if I knock him over, then that meets my objective and maybe he'll stop doing the jump up and down thing. But guys or gals, do not jump up and down when you're, and I'm putting this in air quotes, wide open. If you're open, you'll get the ball. Okay? Just don't do that. Next thing. uh, Critique of the play-by-play guy for 
the local game on the AT&T Sports Network. He's saying, oh my, way too much. Hey, play-by-play guy, sprinkle the oh my. You know, if something big happens, then an oh my probably is necessary and welcomed. But if somebody's shooting their first free throw and you give that an oh my, uh, then it loses its power. So pay attention to the play-by-play guy on these local games. He had a lot of oh my tonight, and I was troubled by that. The other just random observation, this was about the basketball game and about the team specifically. Our new guys have fantastic basketball names. It's Teddy Allen, Wesley Harris, and D'Angelo Hunter. They could be as good as me, but if they had those names, I would think that they're fantastic basketball players. So sight unseen, if I just told you, we got some new guys, we got a Teddy Allen, we've got a D'Angelo Hunter, we got a Wesley Harris, you would say, great basketball player, great basketball player, great basketball player. So I've got to tell you, Teddy Allen is becoming my favorite player this year. I'm very excited about what he's displaying. Um, But even if he was terrible, he still has a fantastic basketball name. Final thoughts coming up. Some final thoughts for episode four. I wanted to share an achievement for the podcast. Episode three, according to listens on anchor.fm, made the list of top 5,000. So, Unreasonable Doubt is one of the <laughs> one of the 5,000 most listened to podcasts on Anchor.fm and through the Anchor app. So, thank you everyone. Um, just want to keep building those accolades for the podcast. I told you earlier, I got another email for Unreasonable Doubt WV at gmail.com this email comes from Tad Smythe in Austin, Texas here's the email three episode listener first time emailer quick question if you could stop thinning hair by getting a neck tattoo would you do it? I'll hang up and listen I think you have nice breath Well, thank you, Tad. Uh, You don't know what my breath smells like, um, but thank you for that. Very good question. If you could stop thinning hair by getting a neck tattoo, would you do it? I thought long and hard about this. At first, I thought, absolutely. You know, invest in some turtlenecks until it until my hair grew out, then I'd grow a Mike Gundy-style mullet. I would get the neck tattoo on the back of the neck. The mullet would cover it, and I would be mullet for life. But as the question was posed, and as I read it again and again, the question was if I could stop the thinning hair. 
And so, unfortunately, that means my hair growth would be at the same slow rate, uh, the hair on my head. The hair other places is growing extremely fast, but the hair on my head is growing very slow. And that, according to the question, would not change. And so, by that rationale, I could not wear turtlenecks that much. Um, that's a very strong commitment because I would not feel comfortable having a neck tattoo. I'm not judging. I'm just not comfortable with that. So the short answer to your question, Tad, is no. I would not make that trade. Keep sending emails. Unreasonable doubt. WV at gmail.com. Uh, that's it for this episode. Listen on the Anchor app for iPhone or Android. You can type this in and listen to the podcast this way, anchor.fm slash unreasonable doubt. This podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Another accolade I want to share, if you search for WVU on Apple Podcasts, this podcast, Unreasonable Doubt, is the fifth result. So I'm very proud of that. Uh, we're just ahead of the WVU Cancer Institute podcast. So, I mean, this, this podcast is growing, and I, and I thank the listeners for that. The, ne- <laughs> uh, the next game, Thanksgiving against... Marist. I don't know if I'm even saying that right. Marist? I think that's a college. I do know that they're 0-3. According to Ken Pomeroy, which is a college basketball analyst, he crunches numbers. He is ranked Marist 314th of 351 teams. So West Virginia will play that team in Orlando. The Advocare Invitational. There's some big teams in this tournament. Uh, Maris is not one of them. But that's where you start. This game will be on ESPN News. The beacon of college basketball that is ESPN News. So, Thanksgiving game. Uh, We'll be back for that. Until then, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU is 3-1.